Hello everyone and welcome to Sword of My Podcast. My name is Vincent Herman, Vin the Human, sitting to my left. James Odell, Alpha Spectre. And right across from him, Travis Herman, Dr. T. Neal. Guys, you can like Sword of My Brand or our nerd news page, Sword of My Comics, on Facebook. Follow Sword of My Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And subscribe to Sword of My Brand on YouTube. You're listening to this somewhere, whether it's SoundCloud, iTunes. While you're there, why not rate, uh, review, comment, comment. Comment, comment, comment. <laughs> also, <laughs> comment. And uh, you can find all of our personal social media stuff down in the description below. But before we get into all of our news and all of our comics stuff, actually, I, I do kind of want to talk about some little news stuff in our uh, little banter portion here. Because, oh my god, guys, there's so much, like, seriously, there's like... So much comic theft in the in the news this week. Oh, I yeah. read about that. Uh, yeah. Well, like the the more minuscule one was the guy from Midtown Comics who uh, was that the guy that jumped out of the second jumped story? out of the second <laughs> story window. Uh, they ever, what's driving me nuts is they have not released. They haven't uh, released what comic he stole. What what he was trying to get away with. Must have been fucking good. Like, I mean, I don't well, know, man. I don't know, crazy. because if it was something that good, they probably would have stated it by now. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, he probably just loaded up a bag full of stuff. Like, <laughs> just, you know, grab no, a few like, books off the wall. No, right but, the, the report side was one book. One book? Yeah, just one was book. Was there a value amount? Uh, no, they haven't said anything. About it yet? Yeah, like they haven't released that at all. What he was trying to take. Now he must have grabbed something. Like <laughs> they made him jump out of a second story window. Well, this unless he didn't know anything about comics, but he's like, well, I bet this is worth some <laughs> shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I say a dollar bin comic. <laughs> uh, I'm saying this is uh, this is obviously not a very smart guy. Because no. instead of going for the door, the straight <laughs> shot to the door, he goes out a second fucking story window. <laughs> I know. Of course, he gets hurt. And still tries to crawl his way to the getaway car before being detained. So, like, yeah. Oh my God, he had a getaway car? <laughs> yeah, there was a getaway car. Was, we're not dealing with a genius here. But um, Joe Caseta also yeah, had... I yeah, I saw that. He had a handyman. I guess him and his wife went out of town or something uh, on vacation or something. And this handyman that they had hired put rags over all the security cameras and then, like messed with him or disabled him or something after that and then moved him and his girlfriend into Joe Caseta's house and they were living there for, for the whole for the whole week and I, what? I it didn't state whether they were living there after they, they came back but they came back and they noticed all the shit was missing and then a buddy of his told him that he found a portrait of his wife Joe Caseta's wife on on auction and shit, and I guess this guy stole like two hundred and two hundred thirty, two hundred thirty, yeah, thirty nine thousand uh, dollars worth of fucking yeah. original artwork and comics <clears throat> and shit like that from Joe Casada's house. Like, now he knew what he was taking, I guess. Yeah, this yeah. guy. Oh, he knew. This guy had a whole fucking thing going on. And, and the weird thing is the moving in. Like, why would yeah. you move you and your girlfriend into this I mean, house? Like. Okay. Live it up for maybe a night. Sure. If we're going to break the fucking law and the guy's not home for a week and you got full access, yeah, fine. Okay, spend a night there. But, dude, really, moving in? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, right? what if you're, like, uh, watching some celebrity's house and you're just like, yeah, I can, I can stay there a night. <laughs> yeah, right? Why like, not? Totally. <laughs> it, like, if it were me, like, and I uh, like... Not, like, if it were me as me, the way I would do anything. Like, I'm not gonna steal shit from him, of course. 
because well, that's that's not me. But, you have respect for you know for the for the man that yeah he exactly. <laughs> um, but like I, I mean, if anything would happen with me in that artwork, like I'd probably see a bunch of it when it when I saw them, I'd be like, look, all this shit is wow. bitching. You're amazing, you know. Uh, <laughs> but for that out. first night, you know, I probably would be would. Would be tempted to like spend the night in the house. Oh yeah, <laughs> like I'd oh, probably yeah. eat some of his food. <laughs> eat, eat some of his food. Yeah. Sleep in his bed. You like wiggle down in his like twelve hundred count thread count sheets right. that are softer than a baby's you butt. Got his onesie on. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. And you just like wiggle yourself into a comfortable spot in the very center of his bed. And you're like. I'm Joe Casada now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I can see a whole montage. <laughs> uh, you guys uh, also, you guys have never guessed what I put back at Walmart. Uh, okay, was, I, was it I put it back on the shelf. You'll never no, guess. No, it. it was. Um, it was <laughs> the no, because I was looking for that uh, four-hour or three-hour copy of Superman. Oh, they didn't have it at ours. But anyways, no. What I put back was the uh, Criterion Collection. Uh, edition of uh, Armageddon that just came out. Dude, it's got tons <laughs> of special features. It's got oh, unreleased footage, gag reels, like all this shit that's not on any of the other things. Like it's uh, the Criterion Collection. I love that movie. Like I don't care. I know it's, it's stupid. Okay. Yeah, it's oh, well. Uh, I mean, like okay, if you look at it, uh, yeah, it's not a great movie, but hey, I still love it. Hey, yeah. fun fact: they're actually putting a project into motion at NASA. To land on an asteroid and redirect Hell it into the moon's orbit. See, not and such a stupid a movie now. They're gonna need a couple oil riggers to go up there, <laughs> and you're the no. only team to do it. They're gonna send Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> they have no. Other you did it in the film. You're gonna, gonna do it. It's in the contract for the movie. Uh, but while I was there, I also saw um, they've got BBS. Uh, for ten bucks on Blu-ray. What? Yeah, I was tempted to buy Shit. it, but uh, and was it the ultimate cut? Yeah, really. Yeah, it was. It was the the movie. Um, but yeah, the whole reason I didn't get BBS at that moment is because uh, it was something I'm gonna mention in phone booth news later. I'm gonna buy that copy because if I'm gonna get this movie, that's gonna be the reason why. And you'll find that out once we uh, get into this not so Halloween episode. Yeah, I really tried. I like, I like nothing came out that was really like the first thing we're gonna talk about before we get into comic books. The first topic is uh, is the closest thing to anything like Halloween related. We're actually gonna have to pause here in a second so we can watch this trip. <laughs> but uh, it's it's New Mutants, which is totally different than what I thought it was. Yeah, be. right. So yeah, New Mutants trailer just came out, and uh, this is you know if if it wasn't for the Marvel logo at the beginning and that chick saying mutants. You have no idea this is a superhero. This is about superpowers or anything like that. It it is comes off pretty straight up horror. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like the the dude with the mask, the fucking mm. the faces coming out of the wall and the shit. Fucking fire, the fire, fire hand. Well, fire hand. that um, jump scares. I was talking with Lucas up at the Geek yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Pretty sure the villains or like the bad guys, whatever, are the purifiers. 
Okay. See, now, all right, here's the tricky thing with me. Like, I, I thought about doing the research for this, but I knew it would be like reading any X-Men comic. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> uh, so I knew I would get and then, a whole... And then you knew that you'd have to read, like, about 300 <laughs> comics to would, really understand. I'd be an hour Come late, and Travis, you'd show up and be like, I'm still researching New Mutants. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, like... I don't know any of these characters. Like, I really don't know any of these characters. I don't know anything about the... Uh, what, what did you say they were? Okay. The, uh, um, purifiers. The Purifiers. The purifiers. Yeah, I don't know anything about them. Like, okay, the the one girl with, like, the framed-up fucking hair, like, the bangs, blonde, long blonde hair and all that, that's okay. magic. Okay. Uh, she just kind of got redone here recently as a bigger character in some of Marvel stuff. Okay. She's the... Uh, She's the one, she's got, like, the little dragon, the big-ass sword that has, like, the things coming oh, out Oh, okay, it. yeah, I've yeah, seen that's, her that's in magic. some artwork. Yeah. Uh, she's a fucking badass. Okay. Uh, like, that sword is just pure energy. Damn. Um, Maisie Williams' character is, like, some sort of werewolf-ish character. Okay. Is she she-wolf? Is that a DC character or is that a Marvel character? I don't know. Like, uh, someone someone posted earlier a picture of, like, each cast member, mm -hmm. like, from the trailer with their respective characters from, like, a comic issue. Uh, one of the guys is, like, this shadow-controlling guy or something. <laughs> like, he was just nothing but shadow with red eyes. And he huh. looks fucking badass as a comic book character. Pretty cool. And, uh... It always changes like, when he goes to film, you know. Well, yeah, yeah I, you know, some things in comics don't translate to film very well. Like, I mean, fucking Hawkeye's costume, could you imagine seeing that shit? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, well, yeah. It, well, yeah, I was just about to bring up Night Owl's costume. Like, yeah. For the watch with it. I liked yeah. what they did for the movie. Way more, like, practical. But, yeah, but, yeah like... New era. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for it, but aren't they saying that it's it's supposed to tie in to, like, the Deadpool and Cable and all that? See, I don't know. Like, my first question when I saw the trailer was, uh, I thought... New Mutants was supposed to be the next step after Logan because it was going to have X-23 <clears throat> in it or something. Because didn't they call those children uh, the New Mutants in, yeah. in Logan? Yeah. yeah See, they, I thought like, New Mutants was I about those kids. I don't, and... I don't know if they called them the New Mutants or if there was like, there's a whole generation of New Mutants, you know, coming or so, yeah, something I, to that effect. I, I, I really feel like they called them the New Mutants and... Uh, and so I, I thought that's what this movie was. Like, this movie actually popped out way faster than I Yeah, which kind of makes me of. leery. Yeah, I like, I don't know uh, exactly how long it's been since we heard about it, but, uh, yeah, it, it hasn't oh. been too long. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, for some reason, I was under the impression that it was a show. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, it's no, a, it's a you're thinking of yeah. uh, the, was it The Runaways? Well, they're doing a runaway. Yeah, they're doing gifted, some sort of just came the out. gifted. Yeah, uh, Inhumans, which is apparently a big bust. So yeah, that that's, is uh, gonna be a movie. That's MCU, not uh, Fox X Men stuff. Yeah, if that is gonna be a movie. It looks like it will be pretty scary, and that'll be. It looks like a really, really cool. Awesome. Yeah, I, I want to go see it. Uh, I generally go see every superhero movie, anyways. I'm not even <laughs> yeah. really that invested in the X Men movies, but I go and watch. If it them ties anyways. in with the Deadpool stuff, that's pretty rad too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and that's another reason to see it is yeah, because just thought. in case that is like something. Yeah. Who knows? Because you know, any one of these characters could end up in X Force. We don't know the whole. 
uh, X Force team lineup. Except for we know the Wolverine won't be in it, which is bullshit. Right? We also know the X twenty three won't be in it, which is also bullshit. What fucking <laughs> box <laughs> bullshit? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I felt uh, you get all excited. One about. of the characters is Cannonball. Okay. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, the the dude that's got his arm in the sling is Cannonball. All right. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on from this though, and uh, let's go ahead and hit the racks. With the, I don't know, that was a bad transition. <laughs> it was. Let's hit the right. Let's hit the right. Um, how about, uh, let's, let's hit the dollar bin and talk about some uh, Halloween-themed uh, comic books that we've been That reading. is indeed a good place to find Halloween-themed comic books. We, uh, we know they don't do those anymore. Get your spook on. No, well, uh, last year they had a Halloween-themed Punisher issue that came out. I bought that. Last I think year. it was an annual or one shot or something. But, uh, they need more. Is what I'm saying. I did look. Uh, Maybe it on just the, depends on, on who's coming out around what time. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, also you got two companies that are kind of like uh, Marvel's doing the whole legacy thing right now. Uh, DC's like, D, like oh, so many books are getting involved in this rebirth stuff now, uh, especially with Dark Knight's Metal going on. And I guess you could argue Dark Knight's Metal because oh my god, I'm caught up and it's so. Fucking awesome. I'm not caught up yet. I'm so caught up and I'm so fucking awesome. I did uh, manage to score a copy of uh, the Red Death. Oh, yeah. Or, uh, is it Red Death? Yeah. Yeah. Batman Red, the Red Death. Uh, the mall location of the Geek had okay. a couple copies. There you go. Nowhere, nowhere else has had a copy that I can find. Yeah. Uh, have you been buying... Are you buying all the tie-ins? Are you trying no, to get all no. I'm I just... Am. I'm not, I'm not getting the tie-ins. Now that I'm ten issues in because of tie-ins and the, the side issues and shit, there's no way well, I'm not like, I'm gonna get the, I'm getting the one-shots. Yeah. I'm going to get the one-shots, especially the Batman Who Laughs. Yeah. Like, hot damn. Yeah. I'm going to get the Batman. But, like, the tie-ins, like, they threw the Suicide Squad tie-in in my pool. Yeah. I'm like... Yeah. Like it I'll read, cool, though, I'll read the tie-ins that this is part are in with the Harley dying, driving the death bus off of a fucking <laughs> cliff, and Poison Ivy catches all of them. It was cool. It's Not pretty great though. though. Uh, so you could argue though that Dark Knight's Metal is is in theme with the month, I guess. Yeah. But we went ahead and read some actual either horror or specifically Halloween themed books. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and start us out. From this one because I, I I feel like I've got the biggest one here. Oh, but we can we can compare sizes. We can go tip for ten on that one. Whip even... it out. <laughs> well, I'll have you know that I'm talking about the entire collection of Hellboy comics oh, today. Oh shit! So. <laughs> uh, but uh, all right. So the first thing I'm going to talk about here is uh, Batman: The Dark Knight Annual Number One, uh, which was came out around the uh, this this one came out around the New Fifty Two. So in this issue, it is Halloween night. And Oswald Cobblepot, the Mad Hatter, and Scarecrow have all received invitations to meet. All of these inv invitations being from the opposite members. Like, uh, I think Mad Hatter's was from Penguin, Penguin's was from Mad Hatter, and Scarecrow's was from both of them. And it turns out they've all been led to this place. Well, they're Ooh. walking around, and I think this is Arkham Asylum that they're at, too. It's a clue yeah. situation. Uh, uh, it's the <laughs> Arkham Detention Facility for Youth, uh, which I guess they all spent some time in. And so 
They're walking around, they're trying to figure this out, and they, they deduce that it's Batman that's done this all to them. <laughs> that it's always Batman's fault. They, they, so they think he's there, they think he's stalking them, and um, it's really, really entertaining to see these guys interact in this way, because at one point they're, they're making, they're cracking on Batman. <laughs> they're like, you know, they're, they're cracking on his voice, um... They say something to the effect, um, Jervis Tetch makes the joke, he's like, and he's so talkative. And uh, <laughs> they're like, oh no, it was Penguin that says he's so talkative. And Scarecrow replies with hi. He can barely get a complete sentence out of him. It's like he's paid by the syllable. <laughs> it's like he's paying for the syllables. And uh, the Jervis is like, would it kill him to have a conversation just once? Like, how's your day? And then the right hook. <laughs> you know? so, stuff like that uh, it was really fun but uh, what's also great is just the situations where they keep seeing Batman like tree limbs being lit up by uh, lightning and, shadow on the wall there. yeah shadows on the walls that at one point uh, at a certain point they decide they're going to make a break for it they're going to try and get out of this house and split up and like lose him so they go they decide they're going to go through the hedge maze out back and oh that's a horrible idea yeah and then they're gonna break through on like the east side wall or something and split up from there so they get to the maze but one of uh, one of them knocks over this little um musical uh merry-go-round thing that plays three blind mice and so it's all three of them running around this maze getting lost like getting scareder and scareder while this song is playing throughout the background Eventually, they end up seeing something hung up. I don't know what that is. Oh, it, oh, okay. It's a bunch of bats, like collective. I don't know if bats actually do this, but it, the way they're they're formed together, they all look like <laughs> Batman. No, do I, I mean? don't think you can see a natural formation of bats making Batman outside. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't well, no, I, don't, like, I don't know if they all huddle together or anything like that. I don't know, like... The zoo. I'm not a zoologist here, but generally uh, they just hang from stuff. But then, uh, and then Penguin makes another joke. He's like, I believe that's what they call irony. <laughs> uh, so they end up heading back into the house, and, I, and they start getting into an argument. And I believe what happens here is, uh, I think Scarecrow's fear gas gets activated. Oh, accident. No. And so they all start freaking Tripping. out, having these visions, getting scareder and scareder and shit. Before, one by one, their visions end up getting them thrown down the stairs. They pass out, and they wake up in the morning time. Finally, we, we find out what Batman's been up to this whole time. Batman took a night off. <laughs> he stayed home. There's a cheerful little yeah. picture of him there, yeah, like a normal guy. He stayed home, and <laughs> Alfred's like, "You didn't, you know, you didn't even like not muggering in an alley, nothing." And he's like, "I find that, uh, I find that sometimes it's best to leave them up to their own devices." So I caught up on some stationery, and then you see that he's the one who printed the letters to all the oh. there. <laughs> so he kept them occupied all Halloween night and took a night off. <laughs> that's, wow, that was, yeah. that's that, that is fucking genius, yes. though. And you know what sucks? My son didn't want this book anymore. He he, what? Uh, yeah, he didn't understand it. <laughs> he, uh, uh, we not on Batman for him. I well, guess. we we were going uh, we were going through his books and picking out like, uh, all right, but your collection's getting a little like you know, 
It's getting uh, a little stale. It's getting a, it, well, it's getting a little <laughs> cluttered here. Let's like start going through and seeing what what's in here. Oh. Um, and this is one of the ones. Let's he didn't see want. what Dad can keep. And out of I flipped shit. through it, and I was like, "Wait a minute, that looks fucking cool." <laughs> hey, Rick. I was like, "Wait a minute, that looks fucking cool." So. Hey, no, I kept uh, it. Now that's my book. <laughs> you ever read uh, the Dark Knight, Morty? <laughs> <laughs> so, Morty, Morty, get you switching get gears here. <laughs> I also read Batman Long Halloween. <laughs> it will be a Long Halloween. What is that? That is. What's going on? That is. Oh, did red. you open a new one? That no, is. Oh, That is fucking <laughs> delicious. Oh, Hold on, red. don't take a drink of that to sully your taste for that. Okay, that's, pretty, right. that's pretty sweet. That is. I'm just, I just hope you just told me to put down beers. Well, that's really good. That is really good. That's really, really good. Uh, okay. All <laughs> right. So much, so much editing I gotta do on this one. <laughs> so yeah, I also read the Batman Long Halloween. Please. Okay. Please All right. Don't. This is not gonna be like. Why don't what you give us the short <laughs> Halloween? Eh? <laughs> Is that is that gonna be like when I did Wonder Woman Earth One? Thank God, it took forty five minutes to talk about a book. No, just and it, it and it is kind of hard to give you a short synopsis of this, but the best I can say is that one, I thought this was a Calendar Man story. It is not. It is it is one of the best representations of a Batman detective whodunit type story. Ooh. Yeah, really, really great because it sometimes it has you thinking. Uh, this well, person. Uh, yeah, oh, some of the characters get convinced that it's Bruce Wayne, and the Bruce uh, and then Batman gets convinced that it's Harvey Dent, and then like yeah, they also go through the usual. That's suspects. some of the best. Uh, that's some of the best twists is when it's on the main character. Like, oh, yeah, it could be. You know, yeah, and uh, and, and it also doesn't shy away from bringing in all sorts of characters, and it never just like it's never just like a wasted cameo. Like early on, uh, there's a thing with Solomon Grundy that and Solomon Grundy ends up coming back and playing a part in it and stuff. Uh, you you got situations with Penguin at one point, Poison Ivy gets involved, and that turns out to be kind of a like you know a dirty under the table deal situation. Catwoman is all I mean, throughout this. Poison Ivy under the table, it, you never know what you're gonna get with that, right? Uh, in this story, we also uh, <laughs> you know we see Harvey Dent start to lose it and eventually become uh, Two Face, and you can also tell Ooh. that the the Dark Knight, the movie, took a lot of influence from this book, just the way some okay. of this plays out. So, yeah, it, it was really great, really intriguing, really, uh, it makes you, it, it, it gets your brain working. It does, because at some point you're trying to figure it out. Who did it? Who, who really was behind all of this? But the, uh, what I can say is that this focuses around uh, the Falcone and Maroney Crime family disputes. And how members of the Falcone family are being murdered one by one thematically by what holiday they're killed on. Oh. Like, that's one of the big, biggest elements See, in this. Like, that's why Jim Gordon, Batman, and, and um, Harvey Dent are all working together. is trying to put to bed the crime in... In Gotham, much like in the Dark Knight movie. Now, see, yeah. in uh, in the show Gotham, like that was some of my favorite stuff in the in yeah. the earlier episodes, in, in the season all one, all the crime yeah. family stuff. Yeah, it it was really really well played out. But here's the thing: this is written by Jeff Loeb with Tim Sale doing yeah. the art. Uh, so you've got classic type comic book oh, artwork. Yeah. Here. Yeah, yeah I mean, the Joker plays a big part in here this too. This yeah. has been this is one of the 
the first power teams for Batman. Too. Oh yeah. Uh, before like, you had your Scott Snyder, Jonathan Glavian, you had Logan Sale. Yeah. And you, I mean, it's hard to argue who's done better. And, and Most then, people would say Scott Snyder these days, but I, I mean, I don't but, know. I read this book. And I, I can't wait to read it again. But, I mean, the thing yeah. is, like, even with Loeb, you throw, later on, you have Jim Lee come into play, and you get the Hush storyline. Yep. You yeah. get, what is it, Heart another, of Hush game, like, right after. Uh, Hush is another great one that I have on my shelf. You know, uh, there, there's all kinds of things that come from this team. Yeah. And, and yeah, like, the Snyder Capullo, Snyder Glavian, like, all of that is good shit. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But you know they know to pay homage and respect. Yeah, to I'm just saying. Like I, I'm saying, what the popular opinion would be would be the Scott Snyder yeah. team. But oh. uh, I mean, okay. So Endgame. I was just telling Travis about Endgame <laughs> earlier, and uh, I was telling him about how really cool it was. You know, it, it Batman at the time was like a New York times bestseller it was yeah. on the list you know so they were doing really good and people would say endgame is one of the greatest batman stories of all time and i've read endgame i like it i have it but i've never read it since the first time i read it yeah and i like i'm i'll probably revisit it again eventually but i'm telling you right now long halloween that's i'm gonna grace these pages again uh, well before i hit uh endgame like again. stuff like this it has a lot of re-readability yeah because they're like stuff like this there's always things in there that catch your eye that you didn't mm -hmm. see sometimes like, yeah, like yeah. The previous i can't uh tell you how many times i've actually read uh the marvel zombies versus army of darkness i'm gonna talk about but like yeah. i've probably been up to my fourth time reading it <laughs> and i have like a hundred no joke, like a hundred Army of Darkness Evil Dead comics I have not read at all. Right. This way, <laughs> there's just some that stick out to you. And Long Halloween sounds awesome. There's so much in this book that, that people know about Batman. Like, anyone on the street could probably tell you about Batman. And I don't know if it all came from this book, or this book just utilized it so well that I would believe that, but... You know, the, none of those people have read The Long Halloween. So, yeah. I mean, that at least tells you it's a very influential book as well, encapsulating all this classic Batman stuff. So, I had a great time reading this. The copy I have here, the the label price is like 25 bucks. Fucking worth it. Totally. Oh, yeah. I mean, even if you can find it on sale, Ooh. sure, but get this book. Yeah. I mean, shit, it's what, 13 issues in one... One yeah, it's it's a it's thirteen issues, which I believe at the time were two ninety nine. So yeah. I mean, that's like almost forty dollars worth of singles in a twenty five dollar thing. Yeah, and it also has like uh, artwork in the back. It has an opening uh, from Scott Snyder, I think. The in no, the introduction is by uh, Chris Nolan and David S. Goyer. All right, who wants to go next? I mean, I can fight try to, for it. Try to take the wheel here. All right. Well, actually, both of the comics I'm going to talk about, I've actually read um, twice at least. And uh, the first one coming up is uh, Army of Darkness versus Reanimator. And forever, nice. uh, you know, for those people who love nice. the Reanimator film, I only watched it once, and it was after I bought these four issues. But I hadn't even read the comic book, so I went ahead and read. It's watched a cult classic. A lot of people love that movie. Yeah, uh, I do remember it being like pretty innovative. It's pretty creepy. Uh, some stuff I didn't see coming. Very uh, sci-fi. I liked it. Like uh, some of the details I don't really remember about the character who comes up in the story. Army of Darkness versus Reanimator is a four-issue story arc where uh, 
Ash Williams fights H.P. Lovecraft's uh, Herbert West. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, ba- yeah, basically. That's the big feud here. It's the scientist from the reanimator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I've never seen and, uh, the movie. But, oh, you haven't? Yeah, I just know about it. Really. Yeah, he, he brings people back to life. It's in the title. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it picks up after the uh, shop till you drop storyline with uh, Army of Darkness. And I, I probably have some of those issues, but I haven't uh, read them. They're somewhere in the midst of all of them, but it picks up with uh, Ash is getting arrested in an Elvis suit and an S-Mart, and there's like on-scene reporters and everything, and uh, apparently he's been accused of being an S-Mart slasher, where he killed everybody oh, in the shit. entire story, and oh. him and Sheila are the only ones who are left from uh, Army of Darkness. Kind of like what they did in the show, where... Uh, and- Ash's hometown blamed him for these murders. Yeah. Oh, well, blamed him for everything that happened in the cabin. They <coughs> called him uh, Ashy Slashy. Yeah, yeah, Ashy, Ashy Slashy, and they even had yeah. a little jingle to go along with yeah. it, like Ashy Slashy, Heaven and Hell, something, something, something. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, something. I guess uh, after he gets arrested, he goes to the to jail, and the judge has sentenced him to uh, six months. And, um, for all or, these no, murders. No, not, not six months. <laughs> Never mind, my bad. He was in jail for six months. And uh, apparently during that time, uh, it inspired uh, four fictional novels, an off-Broadway uh, play, two TV <laughs> movies, and it's in the comic book. Okay. And even um, a movie about his uh, case called The Army of Darkness. Nice. So, yeah, it's like a... I don't know what kind of fourth wall that is. Uh, apparently he's a... Uh, He's sentenced to Arkham Asylum for um, really? you know mental actual Not, Arkham Asylum. I'm I'm thinking since I haven't seen uh, every animated movie in so long, I'm thinking that's what it, uh, there might be an Arkham Asylum. In but you're movie. sure it said Arkham in the thing? Yeah. Wow, how did they not get sued for that? one? Yeah, Arkham Asylum. <laughs> And uh, maybe, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> maybe fans can uh, clear that one up for us, because there's so much Army of Darkness stuff I haven't even caught up on. Yeah, hey guys, it, it's crazy. comment down below, let us know about that whole AOD, Arkham Asylum. Arkham Asylum. Yeah, <clears throat> and, uh, but, but apparently he's sentenced there, and uh, Herbert West is uh, in care of him, like he's supposed to be taking care of him and all that. And uh, But at the same time... Uh, Herbert West is working on a new formula for his reanimator, like, serum. And uh, at the same time, there's this guy helping him out with the help of the Necronomicon. So he's using, you know, evil spirits and all that to be able to help uh, Herbert West come up with a new formula, I guess. Throughout most of it, Ash is throwing out a bunch of his, uh, you know, one-liners. Uh, <laughs> can't really think of them right off the rip unless I went Quipping through it up. Yeah, but plenty of them from the movies, uh, even the show, he still uses some of them. In the end of it all, uh, they're trying to open up a portal to the old ones who wrote the um, Necronomicon with the, okay. the help of Herbert West bringing people back to life and shit. It's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty gruesome. Uh, at one point, uh, Ash is sent to a, dimen- a mirror world, a dimension where uh, it's basically like Alice in Wonderland. Okay. And one of the characters makes a jokes about uh, a deadite must have consumed CS lately because <laughs> CS Lewis, and apparently the mirror dimension takes on whatever it's consumed recently. So they're like huh. joking about it, uh, eating HP Lovecraft and nice. eating uh, you know CS Lewis, and uh, but eventually he breaks out of the mirror dimension and stops West from uh, opening the portal and all kinds of stuff like that. You know, you got to read it. It's 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 pretty good. Uh, if you like Evil Dead or the Reanimator, 
<clears throat> which is a movie I'm definitely gonna have to re, uh, revisit here soon. Yeah, there. Are, <clears throat> I think there are a few sequels too. I'm not. Don't quote me on that, but I think so. Right. It's a yeah. It's one of them cult classics. And then, uh, then you brought a, another big boy to the table here. This one I've read more times than uh, the reanimator. Uh, Marvel Zombies versus uh, Army of Darkness, and this one gets pretty cool because it, it. I do have the comic books that lead up to this with Army of Darkness. What okay? How how it starts off is uh, Ash dies, and he's in heaven. That's how Army uh, Marvel Zombies works. You know, first okay. starts. He 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 had just died, and apparently a guy called the Sentry. I don't know much about him. Oh, yeah, he, he's the Sentry. He showed up in heaven he, and started devouring. Some people are everybody. like, "That's Marvel's uh, <clears throat> Superman." Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. This is the first time I'm actually hearing him. Uh, you know, I, I guess I haven't read a whole lot of Marvel, but uh, apparently he shows up in heaven. And he starts eating all kinds of people. <clears throat> our, it, it says consuming. Okay. I don't know if he's eating them. Uh, you just, How does his powers work? I don't I'm, yeah. I'm going to actually have to go back and read know. some of these. Well, this, I don't know much about this may apply but... to the beginning of the Marvel Zombies outbreak. That's what I mean. He may have already contracted the uh, virus. Wasn't he, he him the that started place. the whole thing? I can't yes. remember. I've read the first three or four uh, Marvel, Dead Marvel, Days? Marvel Zombies. Well, uh, the Dead Days are the first ones, apparently. And that's where this takes place, is during yeah. Dead Days. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, Sentry remember. would have to be in there somewhere. Yeah, I forgot that he started the whole thing. Yeah, yeah apparently uh, Ash sees the Sentry in Heaven when he's there. And that's, I guess, where it would first start. He's consumed souls that are going into Heaven. I don't know. Fair enough, whatever. But Ash, <laughs> uh, apparently Ash and the Sentry... Uh, are banished to a different uh, reality, like you know, somebody didn't want them there, you know, killing people in heaven, so they gotta be you know, somewhere else. And Ash uh, falls into a dumpster in New York. And he wakes up and he sees uh, Thunderball and Daredevil fighting, and immediately he helps uh, Thunderball because Daredevil's dressed in devil outfit. He's like, "Oh, this guy's gotta be bad." Yeah, he's in a devil right? costume, <laughs> and like he he makes peace with the fact that they're superhumans in this reality that he's in now. Because he's he's no stranger to reality and time hopping and all that, and uh, but any, anyways, uh, uh, he tries to uh, like talk to the Avengers a billion times, tries to explain it to him. Everybody keeps dismissing him and especially messing up with the Daredevil Thunderball situation. They're like, this guy's an idiot. We gotta you know just avoid him, get him away from us. And at the same yeah. time, they're getting a distress call from Jarvis. They go off to investigate that. So while Ash is stuck on this random part of town, the Avengers are dealing with something that we don't quite know about. <laughs> Eventually, Ash runs right back into him, and they're like, oh, not this guy again. <laughs> and he's talking about the Necronomicon. He knows, right? He knows He knows what's going on. He knows why there's a, a apparently zombies eating people, because he got a prophecy. Uh, he heard a prophecy when he was coming to that reality. Okay. He was told that uh, this dimension was gonna be destroyed as well, and that's all. He, that's all he had to go off of. So when he got there, he uh, didn't really expect, you know, superhero zombies eating each <laughs> yeah. other. And uh, Captain America asked uh, him to take Ash away again. Like, you know, at, you know, Spider-Man, you have a job. Go t get Ash out of here. Yeah. And as soon as they take off, they look back. Captain America has been eaten by the Sentry, and so is the rest of them. They're all fucking ripped open and shit. Captain America, I'm pretty sure, only has, like, part of his head. <clears throat> and, uh, shit. it's gruesome. Yeah. 
and uh, the artwork for all this is really cool. But yeah, uh, the century started it all, and eventually uh, Spider-Man gets bitten too. And in the Marvel Dead Days comics, uh, Spider-Man goes to go check on Aunt May, and uh, yeah, that's right where I'm at here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he goes to check on Aunt May and uh, Mary Jane, but ends up eating them in the Dead Days comics. <laughs> and in his thought bubbles, he's like talking about, he's like, oh man, uh, I really just couldn't help myself, but I'm so, he's like distraught about it. Yeah. But at the same time, he's like, well, they were Cause so it's, tasty. Because and... it's Spider-Man too, and so like a zombie Spider-Man would, oh, of course, be so fucking conflicted. <laughs> right, yeah, he's oh, like, right. he's still got his, yeah. you know, problems with everything. Yeah. You know, trying to just be your na- neighborhood friendly zombie, <laughs> you know, Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Here. But this is like Ash gets thrust into this world and kind of changes the timeline yeah. a little bit. Um, yeah, it definitely does. Uh, when Ash uh, gets there and they keep dismissing him, Spider-Man takes him away and he leaves. Then he meets, uh, the Punisher walks up to nice. him and he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll set you free. I'll help you do whatever you want to do to get rid of all these zombies if you help me first. And then they go kill Fisk, Hammerhead, and another guy just real quick. They're like, <laughs> bye, bye, bye. They're like, we gotta get down to the you know ground floor. They get down there, and the Wrecking Ball crew uh, devours the Punisher. Uh, he's gone oh, after shit. a couple scenes. Everybody's coming and going real quick yeah. in these panels. But uh, so Ash takes off with his bag of guns, and uh, then he uh, he sees the damsel in distress, Dazzler, and okay. blows a hole through uh, Bucky Barnes' head to save her. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's gruesome. Every every shot's gruesome, and you you definitely got a uh, Ash like hitting on all the all the women. That's oh, another course. reason they don't listen to him. Uh, yeah, but at one point, Dazzler takes uh, Ash to go find the Necronomicon to stop all the zombies at uh, Doctor Strange's mansion. And they walk up, and they're standing there talking about the mansion. And you see Ash get pulled off a panel. And Ash's brains are being eaten by Howard the Duck. Oh my a zombie God. Howard the Duck. Yeah. And he's like, tastes like chicken. You know, all that. Yeah. It's like real real punny. But uh, it turns out that's the Ash of the Marvel zombies dimension. Really? Yeah. Okay, so that's Ashley Williams from the Marvel Universe. Yeah. yeah. He's been working in Nesmart the whole time. He's just a normal guy. Never yeah. never and he's, up. He's working in Nesmart and he's selling some TVs. And he sees all the uh, Marvel zombies eating people on the TV, and they're all fighting. And at that moment, uh, Ash from that dimension grabs a chainsaw and boomstick from Esmart, and he's like, <laughs> "I'm out of here." You know, you know, keep the check or whatever. Holy shit! And uh, he goes out and he gets killed. Okay. But at the same time, the Ash from the that just came the from Army heaven, Darkness Universe. Yeah, yeah our main Ash, yeah. uh, who was just in heaven. He comes up and he sees... Our Ash, who art in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> he sees the other Ash getting eaten by Howard the Duck. And he comes up and he chops Howard the Duck in half. Oh, shit. Well, later on, no, eventually... No, not Howard! Yeah, yeah, yeah Howard. I'm surprised. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's kind of a uh, you know, strike to my pride that Howard the Duck's the one who fucking takes down Ash. Yeah, right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it could have been anybody else. But, well, uh, okay, you could argue that this, uh, like, our main Ash has he didn't experience. Die. He has experience. He's been fighting for a while, you know. He's got yeah. a whole thing. But True. that Ash had never done any of that stuff. He, he just, just came dude, about. Yeah, he had just grabbed a chain's up. Yeah. And that Ash was a product of Marvel Zombies, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, eventually they find out the book's not at Strange's Mansion. They go to Doom's Mansion, 
because he also has a you know huge library. His castle's being taken down by Goliath and all kinds mm-hmm. of. Mischief. Wait, Goliath's still alive in this? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's this a giant is... zombie crushing down. Well, what? This book was written in three thousand nine, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a, it's older. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, I, I hadn't got it till uh, and also long. it's, it's an alternate universe. That's uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Uh, in this universe, uh, Richard Reeds decides to give the virus to uh the rest of the Fantastic Four. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he decides to give it to the rest of the Fantastic Four to experiment on them. Reed Richards experimenting on them, thinking that uh, the zombie virus is going to be a higher form of life. He's convinced that this is like going to. Well, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, I'm remembering something about a zombie. Reed Richards, like, yeah, he's starting the... off a whole other thing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Doom tells them all. Tells them all about it. And eventually, Ash gets locked in his dungeon because he's talking some, talking some smack to Doom, calling him uh, <laughs> Domo Regato, Mr. Roboto, and all that, uh, Mr. Tin Man, and all that. Of course. And uh, but eventually, uh, Ash breaks out of confinement and finds a Doom bot, puts on the Doom uniform. So there's an Ash oh, shit. walking around as Doom, and he gets access <laughs> to the library, and he finds the Necronomicon. And, of course. Yeah, he finds out that all the zombies aren't due to the Necronomicon. It's an actual virus that's out there. And there's nothing Ash can do to stop it. He has no help. But uh, uh, what he does is he works with that Necronomicon to turn all the people who have died back to life to fight the the zombified superheroes. Okay. Because wow. the superheroes aren't okay. actually dead. <clears throat> but the people who have died get brought back. To yeah, life. like legit died before all this shit. Yeah, they yeah. the superheroes just got bit and they got infected. But in the end, uh, Ash, Ash basically saves the day by doing that, and uh, Doom uh, lets him go through a portal to get to a different dimension so he can get home because he's not supposed to be there. And yeah. one of the he has his choice of a couple different places. One is post-apocalyptic uh, London, just like the mm, alternate ending of a yes. movie. I like I but know that now. He doesn't choose it though, <laughs> yeah. and then he finds one. He's like, mm, "This place is too smelly. Must be New York. This is home." And then <laughs> they, then he uh, hops out of the portal, and the portal closes, and he turns around, and it's a Marvel universe oh. where all the superheroes <laughs> are werewolves instead. Oh, that's cool. so. Ash has ran into another fucked up situation and that's the end of the story and all the comics that came out for this series are all based on uh really famous covers did they ever do a sequel to this uh no but they kept doing the marvel zombies they have uh yeah 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 yeah. there's a new one out now yeah and apparently he was in it but uh all the comics that came out for uh this all the covers yeah all the covers were referenced by uh, like the the Uncanny um, X-Men 141. I see the Superman versus Amazing Spider-Man there. Yeah, Captain America number one where he's punching Hitler. It's uh, Instead, <laughs> it's Ash punching uh, Hitler. Nice. A zombie Hitler, yeah, I think. Yeah, that would be great. And uh, yeah. all kinds of Wolverine number one. It's it's great, though. Great artwork. That and, sounds like uh, a lot of fun to read. Yeah, yeah. it's a good storyline. I uh, can see why you've read that four times. The, uh, the way that all the heroes talk while being zombies, they're like... Yeah, we all really want to eat people, but Captain America's like, but we got a routine to stick to, you know. We, we're a unit and all that. And, yeah. Uh, Cap is still. Oh, being Cap. at one point, uh, Wolverine hands the Necronomicon off to Hulk to use his toilet paper. 
<laughs> yeah. That's a nice. good point right there. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, Odal. Well, How are you going to beat that? <laughs> well, okay. What, like, I'm, I'm covering something that was recently in Rebirth. Well, I say recently, but it was like, what, last year? Yeah, but I mean, uh, in comics, it's Rebirth kind of seems like so. Yeah, I mean, like, ago. with a lot of books where they only come out uh, every month, you know, a year is only 12 issues. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah. So, I mean, okay, what what I'm talking about tonight is DC's Night of the Monster Man, which was their first event okay. that they did. Yeah, I forgot you were going to do that one. Yeah. So, like, I I completely skipped reading these issues because I was pulling all three of these. Mm-hmm. And I just skipped reading these issues because I'm like, I don't really want to bounce back and forth between book to book. I know they come out at yeah, similar times. Well, but, I, I and think, then everyone said, like, this was just a crappy story and I, I everything think else. DC has proved that you better fucking get used to it. <laughs> like, right? Yeah. Like, if, there, if there's an event... It's going to span at least 15 different DC books. DC and Marvel, man. God, like, right? I like Because I just had to go in and tell them. I was like, because I'm still pulling Amazing Spider-Man. And they've got their Venom Incorporated story coming up, which I covered on the last episode of Sword of My Podcast number 22. <laughs> which, that spans through Venom. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be an Alpha and an Omega. And then there's going to be, I think there are like three issues... In between, I'm not sure if two of them are Venom and one is Amazing Spider-Man, or if it's the other way around. I don't know. But yeah, so but I, I told him I was I like, both, so I'm yeah, covered. I was like, I don't want to pull Venom, but I do want to pull the Venom Incorporated books. Yeah. So yeah, I had to go tell him that. Fucking assholes. But, but yeah, with, with, <laughs> with the Night of the Monsterman thing, like I was told, like it's a completely standoff story. It doesn't really have precedence in anything going on in the current stories, anything like that. So I just opted to skip it when it was current. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, Night of the Monster Men, you know, kind of kinda Halloween-ish. Like, it doesn't take place on Halloween night. It actually takes place on the night of a hurricane in the DC Universe. Uh, hell, it's got the name Monster in it. Why not throw it in there? Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> but, uh... And yeah. honestly, honestly I, I thought it was better than what... <laughs> I thought it was better than what people kind of gave it credit for. First of all, like, the jacked Hugo Strange threw me off. Yeah. Like, like when he was... And, like, the, it was the first part of it. He was lifting weights and dropped them and everything. I'm like, who the fuck is that? And, they, and See, they're that's like... The, that's the thing about it I didn't like. It was like, oh, Hugo Strange wants to be Batman? What? He's just, like, lifting in the dark, getting, you know... <laughs> yeah. getting well, I think that's really what killed it for well, a lot of people. Like, it would have been a tolerable story if not for that, and then that's kind of what sealed it. Like, ha- having it. read it, like... Seeing all that and understanding is like Hugo is in the mindset that he thinks that he he is more mentally equipped to be Batman than Batman. Yeah. So like I, I can see that. Hence his motivation to get like fucking ripped. Not oh, sure how I felt about that. You're totally not reverse flash. Right? <laughs> yeah. but, Revenge work. But okay, so, so right, you yeah, know what's what's the story about? Okay, yeah, the, the story uh, it starts like there's these four bodies laying in the morgue. There, there's some dialogue going on. And then out of nowhere, the bodies just start to sizzle and change. 
And it's these four bodies that become the monster men of the story. Okay. Uh, one becomes this, and they're all fucking huge. Okay, like these are like towering skyscraper esque size. They got powers like men. the aliens in Space Jam, where they grow ten times their size. <laughs> and... Give or take. Monsters. Uh, like, one, the first one they encounter is an infant. Like, it, it looks like a baby. Oh, but that's how it gets you. <laughs> and, and, you know, of course, the, the team, they, they take it down, they subdue it, and all that, and it's just down and out in the streets. Like, like defeat all... the baby, right? So, yeah, the yeah, they, they, they slap <laughs> it, and they tell it, no, and they put it in this corner, and it's done with Next. You know, whole story's <laughs> over. Wrapped up, all, all wrapped up in four pounds. <laughs> all of this takes place over one night, and, and we've got like the whole team from Detective Cops. We've got Batwoman, Spoiler, Orphan, Clayface. Tim Drake's not there because everyone thinks he's dead, but not really. Uh, yeah, you're that far. You know that. Yeah, yeah. Would have been a lot cooler if Fast was there. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> no, he'd be dead. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> an alternate universe. I don't know. But yeah, that dude's been up against the lot. <laughs> yeah, and, and from where this spans the Batman and Nightwing books, of course, Batman and Nightwing are there. Right. Duke is in there uh, as uh, he doesn't have his name yet. And no, he, not yet. Um, but you know, he's, he's still about he's Batman's though, yeah. protege still at that point. He's going to be called the Signal. Yeah, that's yeah, and that's what. I couldn't think of what he eventually he's not called. Yeah, he's not called that yet, but it's coming. Yeah. So, like, him and Alfred are in the Batcave. They're trying to figure out, like, the DNA analysis and everything of what's going on with these creatures. And they figure out that, like, Strange is the one behind it all. He's gotten a modified Venom formula from Santa Cristo, or Santa Prista. Santa Presca. Fresca. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> uh, what, the Venom formula that, that Bane uses. Uh, oh, it, yeah, it's okay. a modified version of that that has turned these creatures into, or turned these people into these giant creatures. Goddamn, Bane's a monster, man. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so, so there, there's the first monster, the baby monster that they take down. The next one comes up, and it's this, like, demony looking creature that keeps just growing more heads on its neck. That's pretty gross. I, but <laughs> there like through the book, like towards the end of the of the arc, you find out that all of these creatures represent what Hugo Strange deems a part of Batman's weakness, part of his psyche that he's running from. He's got phobia against extra heads. Something like that was the cool one. Like that was one of the coolest uh, like takedown scenes in this. Was yeah. was Batman and Batwoman taking this thing down on these new bat cycles? Uh, they're like testing all kinds of shit in the field. I always love their new yeah their new uh, new tech. You know yeah like these things haven't been in the field yet and they're using them and they're like it's field testing it's fine. <laughs> like they just do that over and over, uh, and, and Duke is on comms. He's like, "But okay. but this isn't gonna work. It's, it's only supposed to. Do, it's field testing. It's fine." And and then like spoiler and orphan, they take a bunch of residents of Gotham up to a cave, 
uh, outside of Gotham so that the residents will be safe from the hurricane first, the monster second. Like, all of this happens during a fucking hurricane coming into Gotham. So that adds, like... Yeah, I forgot that was part of it. Yeah. Like, and, and they're saying that it, it could rival the zero-year flood that happened and all that. Well, like, okay, so there's the second monster with the five heads. They finally take it down. Nightwing gets word that one of, there's a creature at Blackgate Prison. So he heads there. Gotham Girl, who's still in the Batcave because she's all fucked up mentally from, mm-hmm. what is it, Psycho Pirate? Yeah, Psycho Pirate's Uh Like, she heads out there and she's, like, beating these, like, demon dogs and shit. Throwing prisoners against the wall and Nightwing has to, like calm her down three or four times <laughs> and then they come across the the actual monster who's number three right yeah it's it's the third monster and it's supposed to i think this one's supposed to represent fear the thing is is like have you ever seen any of those like you have this entity and then it's got like this giant ass that's excreting its young <laughs> no i don't have that happen like 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 you've never seen like a, a hive queen or anything represented that, that yeah that like that's, that's kind of yeah like that's kind of what this thing is it's producing all these arms god the girl just walks up to it and rips its fucking arms off <laughs> Like and like she's like I'm not afraid of you you know you can't control all this and that and just rips it in half no and its blood gets all over Gotham Girl and Nightwing and turns them into monsters oh so yeah so like Nightwing's this like bat esque monster Gotham Girl's this weird like no he's got one weird Robin wing hanging out you know as like a reference (laughs) like like, truth be told I enjoyed the visuals of this whole it sounds cool yeah it looked like the the way the the creatures looked and everything and even still the story I I enjoyed the story behind it um but like spoiler and orphan they taking all these people to the cave that's where the fourth monster was, but they didn't realize it. Yeah. Uh, they kept, The monster was in the cave, and it kept putting, like, this algae fungus stuff on all the people in there, making them go, um, like, get super aggressive and turn against each other. Mad cow. So, now, <laughs> it, it should be noticed, another thing, uh, like... Another thing about this story that's uh, a little innovative and you got to give it props for it is the DC Universe doesn't normally deal with this type of stuff. This isn't Marvel where they've got Fin Fang Foom and fucking uh, you know, Galactus the World Eater and shit. Like, they're used to monsters and, like, big fuckers and stuff. Yeah. No. Uh, I think they even reference it in the story a couple times. Like, they've never dealt with this. Like, like they don't know what yeah, to do. Yeah, we've dealt with monsters. I-, I think the line was something like, you know, We've all dealt with with our own monsters or something like that. But yeah, this like is, referencing people like the Joker and yeah, shit like that. Yeah, yeah, but this is something completely new. Yeah, these are actual but, monsters. You know, but Godzilla they're shit. not they're not completely unprepared for. Which no, I'll, I'll no. get to in a second, which I thought was was kind of cool. But I'll get to that in a second. Okay. So the the monster that spoiler and orphan are having to to deal with, like it's making all these people like aggressive and saying all this and that so like the gcpd is there trying to help keep the peace this algae touches them they just join the crowd 
and, and all this is going on, spoiler is like of the intelligence level almost to that of Tim Drake. So, and, and we all know how fucking smart Tim Drake is. Yeah. So she puts up a big fucking net to hold all the people back just so that she can get a minute to think. And she's like, she comes to the conclusion she needs to raise the temperature in the cave to, you know, 130 degrees so that way it'll just burn off the algae. And so her and Orphan go through and they just put a shit ton of flares all through this cave. Like they're dodging people and all this and that. And they have flare after flare after flare planted. And eventually it works. And this algae drops off of all the people and it forms into the final monster. Like it, it all like oozes in and forms into the final monster, which is this like shadowy like almost Nosferatu faced kind of Ugh. creature with trees coming out of its back. And it heads to Gotham to take out Nightwing and Orphan who are now devising a plan now that everyone else in the cave is safe to figure out what's going on, how they can save everything. Uh, because backtrack a little bit, Duke was like, <laughs> fuck you, Batman. I know what to do. I'm coming in to help. Yeah. And yeah. defies Batman completely and comes in with a way to reverse what happened to Gotham Girl and Nightwing, which allows Nightwing yeah. and Spoiler to devise a plan and come up with a way to take care of all this. So what ends up happening is the the big one with the trees on his back gets electrocuted to fucking shit. They're like, okay, it's strange behind all this. This is what's going on. Batman, you know what you need to do. And they activate the... Gotham Watchtower uh, protocol. Yep. Which, apparently there are now four buildings in Gotham that have different symbols <laughs> for the Bat family on them. Which there may be more than four, because there are more than four members of the Bat family. Gotta have but more. At first, I thought, are they about to form a Bat Megazord? <laughs> which, I kind of wanted to happen. Just, yeah. to, just to see a Bat Megazord. But it was basically these giant... Well, hey, at the at the beginning of Metal, we got... <laughs> we we the, did get the Justice League the, Megazord. So. The Justice Zord. <laughs> the Justice Megazord. Yeah, that was cool. But, so, but it's these, like, giant artillery lines on top of these buildings, which is what Batman is calling Gotham's last line of defense... That Nightwing is like, you know what you have to do. Yeah. So they do, and they're able to subdue what has now become the giant monster that all four of these monsters have now meshed together to make. And it's the, like, they all meshed into the, the first one, the baby one, mm -hmm. and made like a giant babyzilla monster while Batman is on his way to confront Hugo Strange. They're shooting at it, tying it down, doing all this to it, and they realize that nothing's working. They have the the antidote, the solution, like the cure, whatever you want to call it, but they can't pierce its skin. There's nothing they can do. Batman's over here confronting Hugo Strange, who is in a Batman outfit, saying that I'm the only sane person left in Gotham. I have conditioned my brain... I am going to be Batman after tonight. 
and Batman is just keep telling you because Hugo keeps bringing up all the people that Batman has failed, like Tim, the other members of the Bat family, the member, people in Gotham, all that. Batman's just like, shut up. Shut up. I said shut up. And he lunges at Hugo, and it goes back to that, to Nightwing. He's like, I know what I have to do. And he runs across this fucking, like, what do you call it? Uh... It's, it's a line to, to hold the monster steady. Oh, um, the tow cable? Or, yeah, it, it, kind of like a tow cable, yeah. yeah. Uh, an anchor line. Okay. Uh, yeah. He runs across this to the monster and jumps in its fucking mouth. <laughs> That's yeah, what I would right. do. Just like does like his wow. flying grace and leap. I'm surprised they didn't come up with that solution earlier. Right? <laughs> I mean, anytime... Right. Dick goes in a mouth, it works. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't even think about this. <laughs> the solution is always put your dick, dick in, in the mouth. Disagreeing <laughs> to the <laughs> readers there. Oh my, God. oh my God, I don't know if they've been able to do that or not. <laughs> Holy shit. Let's put they the put the in dick in the mouth. You know what? I take it back. This is the greatest fucking Batman story you know, of all time. It was just it was just <laughs> too much for this giant creature to handle and it puked everywhere. <laughs> oh man. Like totally. it, it puked in the the <laughs> bay, everything. Oh jeez. Because when Dick jumped in its mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Say it just like that. <laughs> Hi guys, we're grown ass adults. <laughs> but you might not be. <laughs> we hope. Oh, so when Nightwing ah, we jumped, stop hitting this table. When Nightwing jumped in his mouth, he had the the solution with him, which he then used from the inside because they couldn't pierce its skin, thus fixing the problem. And Batman, without Hugo's knowing, had Clayface like melt over top of the building that Hugo Strange was in. And thus causing Hugo to almost suffocate because Batman can survive without air longer than Hugo Strange. And that that's basically how, how it finished out. Like, it was kind of... Like, it had the climax right there at the end with Batman, like, punching the wall instead of Hugo. Oh, yeah. Uh, with Nightwing jumping into this monster to, to cure it, whatever... And all that, but then all is well. The Justice League is cleaning up Gotham, and <laughs> the four men that turned into the monsters now have proper burials. And Hugo that's Strange good. is in a very secure site that's not Arkham or Blackgate. So that's basically how it ended. And all in all, I enjoyed it. Uh, I kind of wish I wouldn't have skipped it when it was current, but it pertained to nothing in the like ongoing stories yeah right but like it was fun it i like unlike you i thought the hugo wanting to be batman i thought that was kind of a an interesting take one of the lines that actually stuck out to me from hugo to batman was batman was like uh said said something along the lines of i'm here now and he was like no you're here finally or, like, we're face-to-face, finally, or something along those lines of, like, Batman finally made time to confront Hugo Strange 
Mm. Like in, instead of like okay, you know, I may have overlooked that. Uh, uh, that does kind of change a little, yeah, just like, a little bit. But it, I'm still Cause, not. Cause totally it, it's it almost seems like like Hugo has prepared for this, yeah, so much, and like in in doing these giant monsters, Batman finally takes the time to seek out strength. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, did you have another one, or was that the, yeah, that that was the last one? That yeah, one. that's what I thought. You were only doing uh, one story, but uh, all right, guys. So now that we've uh, now that we've retired these to the short box, you know what time it is. It's time for the news, the phone booth news. That's right, guys. It's phone booth news, where we try to give you the news faster than Deadpool can save the day, which gives us about three minutes forty-five seconds. So uh, we get to. Prepped here, and whenever you're ready with the button, Odal. And call. In TV news, Sci-Fi's new show based on the graphic novel Happy released its first trailer starring Chris Maloney and Patton Oswalt, and this airs on December 6th. Luke Cage released a photo from Season 2 featuring Danny Rand and Luke together, but no other information is known. Constantine has been confirmed uh, to appear in Season 3 of Legends of Tomorrow, with Matt Ryan returning to his role, yes. as well as a preview for the Constantine animated series uh, coming to CWC in 2018. Stop making fun of me. In um, okay news, Rick and Morty fans rejoice because McDonald's is bringing back Szechuan sauce yeah, again, uh, this time in larger quantities. For a longer period of time. Yes. In comics news, DC announced the return of both Vertigo and Milestone imprints. Milestone will see the return of Static Shock, the launch of new titles, and establish Earth-M. DC also revealed, in celebration of Action Comics number 1000, they'll be releasing the 80th anniversary hardcover book that'll revisit major Ooh. Action Comics moments, include classic Superman stories, literary essays, a poster incorporating all 1000 Action Comics covers, wow. and an unpublished 1940s Superman story. Wow. Yeah, Action Comics 1000 itself will be an oversized issue that'll include a Superman story written by Jeff Johns and Richard Donner. Nice. So that's one to get. Jeff Johns also revealed the first six pages of Doomsday Clock number one at New York City Comic Con, <laughs> and uh, those are available online now. Oh, yeah. Jim Pal... Uh, Pal Paul Palmiotti, <laughs> Jim Palmiotti, and Amanda Connor. Amanda Connor will be exiting Harley Quinn after issue thirty-four. Replacing them will be writer Frank Terry and artist Inaki Miranda, and with Amanda Connor doing the covers. In movie news, Jim Lee is illustrating the Steelbook Collector's Editions of Man of Steel and BVS, which will be out October 31st, which is oh. why I'm waiting to get BVS. It looks amazing. The English Pokemon I Choose You trailer is out now, as well as a <laughs> Pacific Rim Uprising trailer. Yes. Pokemon is in theaters November 5th what and 6th. What are these things that we can talk about? <laughs> Pacific Rim <laughs> is March 23rd, 2018. We only have so much show. Keanu Reeves revealed that the script for Bill and Ted 3 is finished, and the movie is has even what? got a title, Bill and Ted Face the Music, However, studios don't seem to be interested. Oh, and no. finally, Teen Titans go to the movies. Cast Will Arnett and Kristen Bell recently. But yeah. more surprisingly is that there's a Teen Titans Go movie in development. <laughs> and that's the news. 
I bet Will Arnett plays Batman. 255. All right. I bet Will Arnett plays Batman that comes in because he's been doing all the Batman <laughs> shit. You know what? That would, be a, that would really be a great Have idea. Have they put Batman in two um, times? I don't know if he's shown up. I, I don't like the show. I know they talk so, about the Batmobile. He's, he's shown up in Teen Titans Go, but it's been like... It should be Will Arnett. A scene. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. Okay. So, Chap, you brought up why can't we talk about these things? I, so, I know. There's so much fucking news, okay. though. We can only do I, so much in so I do time. need to bring up the fact that okay you were talking <laughs> about talk about everything you just talked well about. you were talking about like, <laughs> let's, they're let's bringing go back, like they're bringing back vertigo and all that they're yep, bringing yep. back elseworlds oh are they when they, they are bringing they back elseworlds that? is that like earlier uh, today or something some, no someone i did not see that uh in, in one of the groups i'm in it helps me stay caught up just, almost as much as Vinny has a literal live stream um, of all their news <laughs> in his glasses well, no, i'm like i really i feel like this would have been something that would have uh, made bigger something splash. something recent yeah. Yeah. or something coming up soon in dc uh that's been announced is it's i don't think it's officially labeled an elseworld story but it's a one-shot it's, it's an Elseworld story. They should just fucking do it now. I mean, they got Batman the White Knight out, which is perfect uh, for Elseworlds. Like, I mean, now, uh, alright, we say, like, it's perfect for Elseworlds. That doesn't mean anything, really. The the title Elseworlds would probably just be a nostalgic cash grab because Elseworlds was alternate universes of the DC universe. And so Batman the White Knight falls under that, uh, you know idea all these dark knights tie-ins like dawnbreaker and the red death those fall under that you know that title so technically we are it's already back it's never really went away it's just the label went away but uh yeah oh and by oh, the way guys after um, this we're gonna watch that pokemon i choose you trailer don't do oh, that to me again oh did you see it already yeah. oh it's so great Travis. i watched it you uh, watched it too we watched yeah, it man <laughs> I'm gonna love it. It's already out. Like one of the ones is already out. It's, yeah, it's a. I already watched no, 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 the English. Not movie. that I'm talking about. I'm still on the Elseworlds. Thing. Oh, okay. Uh, there's <laughs> oh, a six God. issue. Catch the fuck up. We only have so <laughs> much show. Uh, there's a Nightwing. Just told Travis. <laughs> there's a Nightwing six issue thing going on called Nightwing. Uh, yeah, I saw that too. That's essentially an Else. Yeah, they didn't um, give me a number one. They didn't give you a number one. Fuck well, you with the way I was on. gonna read it. I I have to <laughs> I have to check some of my last things. Yeah, but I'm pretty confident I didn't get a number one. Yeah, you should go seek that one out. All right. Anyways, so that's that's the phone booth news, guys. I'm really <laughs> surprised I got I got that one in time. Like that, pretty good. Yeah, I'm getting better and better at that. <laughs> He's going to be hired to do auctions soon, right? <laughs> uh, okay, so now that brings us into the big two things. And this is why we can't talk about all this news. Because there always seems to be like like one or two huge fucking things that, that come out. And we got, man, we got some big ones. <laughs> Just no. All right, guys, stop with the, the Instagram. Hashtag live I, can't, I can't even join in because I'm running the show. <laughs> Livalry. <laughs> the livalry. That is great. Yeah, right now they're posting on our Instagram. While uh, we do the podcast. Yeah, it, it, it's a whole war. <laughs> I guess I started it unwittingly. Anyways, uh, okay, so the two big ones. I think everyone can guess this. The Justice League trailer came out, and the Last Jedi trailer came out. Now, obviously, the Last Jedi is going to be the big one, but uh, Justice yeah. League trailer, did you both watch it? 
Yeah, I've seen Justice League trailer. It was pretty crazy. Well, the first thing I noticed about this trailer, it's more colorful. Yeah. Like when you're, no matter where you are, when you're underwater. And uh, I, I saw where the, uh, someone had compared uh, the first trailer shots that were in this trailer to the ones now, where they were all dark and blue and black. And, they're like and now red. they're red. Yeah, now they're reddish and shit. So, uh, so yeah, they, they've obviously made some fucking changes. It's Good. definitely going to be a brighter movie. Good. Even though Zack Snyder is getting full credit for directing this like a lot of that is probably because of joss whedon yeah so but yeah so it's brighter um it looks like a fucking mess <laughs> yeah yeah like, it, it does you I can still tell, can't tell what to predict from it yeah really you can tell like okay this is the same thing with bbs and this is why i've already said this on the podcast about the lat the the first trailer came out i'm gonna love the action yeah, the, yeah, the oh, yeah. ending, like, where they're all going fucking, like, fight the parademons, they're fighting Steppenwolf, that's gonna be fucking cool. Oh, I'm yeah. Is that oh, the yeah. problem most DC fans have? Like, I'm not thinking about it. Anytime the action does come up, it's like, oh, yeah, it's really good. And then you're, like, uh, waiting the whole time through the most of the story. Well, yeah, well, here's <laughs> the problem. It's, it, like, they have... And they shit on the rest of the So movie. far, outside of Wonder Woman, they've really weakly constructed stories. They try and shove too much in there too quick. And then we get to the action, and then we're like, holy fuck, Batman is beating the shit out of Superman. Uh-oh, wait a minute, the kryptonite should wore off. Now Batman's fucking afraid. You know, Even like, though... Uh, it's, you know, we, we, we get yeah. through all this bullshit. so much. And then we get these cool fucking action scenes, and it tricks us into thinking it's a good movie for a minute. And then, you know, we start actually thinking about the movie. <laughs> Even though I haven't seen the Wonder Woman movie yet, uh, just yet, I, I do plan on uh, purchasing that soon, but... Uh, she seems like a really uh, well-rounded character, even throughout the trailers. Well, and for she, some reason, I always trusted her during the Batman vs Superman. I was like, "This is gonna be good." She and Superman are the only ones who have their own movies. Yeah, that's yeah. true. They're true, the true. only ones that have developmental movies. Yeah, I do like people both have of them their, a lot. Yeah, well, people have a problem with Man of Steel. I liked Man of Steel well enough. I see where it's flawed, but uh, Wonder Woman was great. Oh my god! Yeah, it was like, awesome. Uh, now, the the fight scene at the end with, uh, okay. with Ares is... I, he my, hasn't seen it yet. Well, is, I'm just saying, I well, okay, the bad guy's Ares. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. I don't think that's okay, going to ruin anything. I guess you didn't give away yeah. as much as I But what I was going to say is that the, the fight scene at the end is like riddled with uh, Snyderisms and stuff. Even though he didn't make the film. remarks. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he didn't make the film. It like it it reeks of like his touch. I think it was yeah. a, wasn't he a producer on it? I think so. Something? Yeah. So um, hashtag Snyder. I mean, it, okay. So back back <laughs> to Justice League. Yeah, back to like, Justice League. Uh, the, the overall tone is great. Like we we see a lot more cyborg in this. Yeah, and this one felt uh, this trailer oh, felt a little more dire. Everything I see from Cyborg in any of the trailers has always just got me pumped for that Cyborg yeah, origin, really man. Cool. I I don't like I don't know much about his role in this really, but like it, it, they haven't given too much like where they've given us plenty of Aquaman and plenty of Flash, 
the cyborgs when way played down. Oh, yeah, I, I wonder if the rest intrigued. of the community is as interested in cyborg as like a lot of people. Well, that's how I feel. I mean, I he's such a so. played down character. He, well, he's become a very popular DC Comics character, though. That, I mean, that's why he's a member of the Justice League now, not being rehashed for the Teen Titans every yeah. twelve seconds, like fucking Beast Boy, you know? yeah. yeah, or Starfire, like Starfire, like. In the DC universe, is an established older cat. Like she shouldn't be with the Teen she's Titans. She's a grown ass yeah. woman. She's a grown ass woman, but she's still in the Teen Titans. So, but she's, she's like, she, I've earned my place. Damn it, she's and their dead mother. Yeah, more or less. Like, <laughs> the, the actual Teen Titans didn't have that. Like, like yeah. back in her day, uh, you know, back in her day, they had Batman kind of popping in, telling what to do every now and then. Hey, guys, stop fucking up. <laughs> yeah, but otherwise they were just left to their own devices. So you guys uh, like some of the uh, comedy in the trailer, though? It looks uh, cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, uh, like, I don't okay. really need comedy from the Justice League. Though. Like, we can, uh, I mean, it's there. I think it was. I, the trailer, I want there to be a little trailer bit. But it candy. seems like yeah. It seems Ooh. like they're gonna the way we, they've been presenting. It seems like it's gonna be a big element in this. Well, room. I don't want. You that. can tell the Flash is gonna be the community, oh, which. Flash. Okay, dude, okay. Barry Allen. Son. <laughs> yeah. Like Barry Allen is the the most lighthearted member of the Justice League. Mm. We can I Green, love him. Green Arrow, but he's not uh, in this. I movie. love him in the comic books, man. Uh, <laughs> as much as I've read about Barry Allen lately, it's okay. like younger he's Barry awesome. Allen. He's pretty awesome. You know, like early him. on Barry Allen. Yeah. He's a very lighthearted well, no, individual and, he, and, and all he, that. he makes his jokes now in the comics and yeah. stuff, too. But so, he's not like this, though. This is yeah. Stoner Flash. <laughs> hashtag Stoner Flash. <laughs> We're just uh, dropping the hashtag. And it's, okay. To, <laughs> on top of that, why why does Aquaman just kind of sound like a, a oh cross between a hilljack and a to- beach bum? He's a total oh. bro. He's a total bro. My man. man. My man. My yeah. man. Oh, yeah. That's like 90% of his dialogue so far. Other Outside of like... Dude, I hope he, all he says for like most of his lines is, my man. Well, there, there's that one shot in the trailer where he's my like... Man. There's a saying that says, a strong man's strongest when he's alone. He totally... Like, and, and the Batman's like, no, that's actually the opposite one. Yeah. <laughs> Like he's a total bro. He's a frat guy. Like yeah. Like even like, when he gets a dialogue outside of a one-word situation, he fucks it up. <laughs> I, like, Batman's gonna have to show him the thing with the sticks from Planet of the Apes, where you put more sticks together, it gets harder to break. You know. <laughs> I man, do you get it? Now? I, do you get it? I feel like oh, Aquaman. Shit. Like okay, he's, getting uh, Jason Momoa to play Aquaman. What, what, iffy, it, iffy at first, but like, okay. It gave you a it certain can, idea of what they were going to do, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, to this extent, holy shit, I don't know. Yeah, like, I, I mean, what we've seen, like, what we know Jason Momoa is called Drogo from Game of Thrones and Conan from yeah. the newest Conan the Barbarian movie. Yeah. You know, so those are the kind of roles that he's most recognized yeah, for. Yeah, but I mean, and Con- now. Carl Drogo is nothing like this fucking guy. No, yeah, really. but he has a certain respect and like a yeah. higher status kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he's playing in a different kind of world. Even. He's but playing Arthur Curry. This motherfucker is supposed to be the king of Atlantis. Yeah, yeah. he's one of the most serious members of the Justice League. 
Uh, I mean, so many times he's actually stood against the Justice League. I've seen him. Because of siding with Atlantis, like putting his kingdom first. Yeah, man, I've seen him with a hook hand and all kinds of (laughs) shit. He's he's not this guy. So they fucked Aquaman up. And and I just kind of hope it's one of those, like, moment of elation in battle. Like, he's just high Maybe. on the thrill of battle that he's doing this. And all the rest... It because It should be playful. Even from what we've seen of him outside of well, battle, it just doesn't seem that the, way. The scene that I'm banking on, like, a couple of the scenes I'm banking on are, like, when Batman first confronts him and, oh, like, he chokes trailer. Batman yeah. and all that. Ooh, and, like, he's yeah. in the ocean, like, just the waves crash behind him, but he's still standing yeah. and... Like, all that, like, those are what I'm banking on to get a good Arthur Curry. Uh, back to Flash, uh, when, when the first trailer came out, when we were getting all the first mm. stuff, I didn't like the Flash. Like, I, like, I had a big problem. I liked him as soon as I seen him in Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> uh, Wait, am I too early? Yeah, I'm too yeah. early. <laughs> He's a fucking like, mustache for some reason. Yeah, uh, I, I also dug the scene in, Ju- in uh, Suicide Squad where he, where he oh, catches yeah. Captain Boomerang. Yeah, but, uh, yeah that was now cool. here's the thing: the him as the Flash, like in action, I like that is totally grown on me. Yeah, I, I'm, I dig those scenes, but like, yeah. he's still ugh. like he's lacking luster I'm in sorry. the character. Like, I know that this um, is a film. Yeah, I like. I know that this is a different universe. I know that this is Zack Snyder's vision. They're not doing the comic book characters according to the comic book characters. But this is our first Justice League. I can't get over it. I can't get over the fact that we're we're getting these manipulated characters before For, getting the ones yeah. we've all read and loved. For some odd reason, I I kind of took the kind of empathy I took with uh, like Spider Man when I read some of Barry Allen's story with the uh, Flashpoint. Yeah. Where it, it I mean, uh, he's dealing with having to choose whether to like. Kill yeah. his mom and restore the. Yeah, the I, honestly, at times I think uh, he's kind the of Flash like a sad is kind of like the Spider Man s character in the yeah, DC universe, yeah. but like on a whole another level because he deals <laughs> with time travel and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I can't take him totally cocky. I, well, I need what? respect I for I think Spider Man has traveled through time once or twice. Uh, yeah, no. The more the more we get from this, Spider the more I I know exactly what I'm gonna get. Joss Whedon coming in, I'm sure improved the film. Oh yeah. But I still stand by this is not gonna be a great movie. This is gonna be stupid, and the action's gonna be amazing. I'm gonna <laughs> fucking yeah. love it. I'm gonna love those fight scenes. Time. I'm gonna be so happy during them, and then we'll get back to the story stuff, and I'll sit through it. I'll just sit back and let it happen to me. I'm banking on it probably being a hit. Oh, it, oh yeah, it'll be. A oh, hit it's gonna sure. make its money. Don't get me wrong. I mean, people didn't like Suicide Squad. People didn't like Batman vs Superman, and Wonder people didn't Woman, like though. Man of Steel. But look, Wonder Man Woman's of Steel like, made its money. Yeah. Uh, and people didn't like it. Then BBS comes out, and people are like, "Oh, well, Man of Steel sucked." But they all went to see BBS, and then they're like, "Oh, Man BBS sucked." But they all went to see Suicide Squad. And then Suicide Squad sucked. And they all went to see Wonder Woman. So it's going to make its money. I got to see this movie that's going to suck. <laughs> You're right. I got to see it. I got to see it. Well, <laughs> and I mean, that's that's also good reason to go give them this money, too. Because it is the first Justice League movie ever. In, in what? Um, almost 100 years of this company being around. The Justice yeah. League's 
What, around, around 70, 70 years old? 70, 75? Something along those lines, yeah. yeah. In 70 years, this is the first time we've ever gotten a Justice League movie. Live action. Go, yeah. Like, yeah. Go see it. I was going to say, uh, I'm, I'm telling you right now, this movie's going to suck. The action's going to be amazing. Go see it. Because like, it's the first Justice League I like movie. the Justice League like, and the Lego Batman movie. Have a party. <laughs> It was like, pretty fun. Of course. Like the, <laughs> I think the reason we're incur- we will encourage people to see this is because if people go and see this, we're going to continue to get more. Yeah. And they're going to improve. Maybe. They, they Wonder have Woman, to improve. Wonder Woman was a great step forward. We, we should get some good stuff based on that. Yeah. The, and the more we remove Zack Snyder from the element, like the Zack Snyder the better element, it the better it will get. Yeah. The best, the best way to improve stuff like that is to actually go see the movie instead of downloading it. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and, and we want yeah, we more because even if they eventually they like they reboot everything, they like you know recast everything, they just start a new universe, cinematic universe. Batman it'll be because Superman, of this. the yeah. remake. But if they <laughs> fail at this, if this falls apart and they don't make their money, they're, they're gonna, gonna fuck. It. Yeah, we'll be waiting years again. Like, you know, yeah. we're on our third round of Spider-Man. Yeah. That's what I was about to tell you. All of the too. other Spider-Man movies made their money back and more. We were super happy when we got the first one. It's like, bam, <laughs> bam, and then oops on the third. Plus, they're just and not giving up on Spider-Man. They're really. not. Yeah. Sony will not give yeah, up on Spider-Man. They finally hit their stride with it. You with know, Homecoming, yeah. With Homecoming, Civil War. Yeah, he hit a good Infinity War coming right up there. and all that. So, we know it can be done. Yeah, right. But without the support of the fans. And I mean, look at the state the Marvel movies You're talking about Marvel, yeah. yeah before bigger. 2008. I mean, look at look at the first Punisher movie. And I'm not talking Thomas Jane here. You're talking the Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Look at the first Fantastic Four movie. Not talking about the one with Jessica Alba. That, I mean, that one was so bad. It, it was made for TV. It was only ever released once. And then they pulled it like forever. Yeah. It's Lundgren. not even on DVD as far as Wait, I you say Dolph Lundgren? I, I had to download. I have the Dolph Lundgren one. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, I, no, I'm also talking about the Fantastic Four movie like, that came out. Yeah. Truth oh, be and told, then the old Captain America. Well, I was gonna say I, I hate the Dolph Lundgren pun. That's on DVD at Walmart. It's okay. It, yeah. It's a movie. Okay, it's an yeah. '80s action flick. It's okay at best, but it's like it's not the Punisher. No, no. Although uh, I did find out that the whole like meditating naked thing that was a Punisher thing for a minute. Huh. <laughs> yeah, uh, phased out during the '80s. <laughs> yeah. All right, but, yeah. So look at what Marvel. Did in 2008, like, and and even like four years before that, they had the Incredible Hulk movie, or uh, no, it was just called Hulk, and that was a huge piece of shit. Oh my god! So no, they have officially, they're like, this doesn't exist. Like they have official, they have stated. On more than one occasion. Now, That's dude, a this thing, movie because the never has not a thing. We didn't make that movie. Oh, <laughs> nobody ever made that movie. Just like how uh, Nintendo talking about Nintendo bought the rights to the first uh, Super Mario Brothers porno, and they're like they bought the rights that way yeah. it'd never get out. <laughs> yeah. Like that. yeah, but we're still talking about it today. Right? <laughs> Can't hide it from us. All right, so yeah, Justice League. Uh, that that was the thing. More importantly. Let's get to something that is going to be amazing. This, oh my god, this trailer. Okay, so I think the best, the best way going to lead us into this is by playing this clip 
from a message I sent. I, I, I recorded, like, right after the trailer ended, I recorded this little 15-second video of myself, and I sent it to uh, Bob and Odell. Uh, <laughs> and so I'm going to go ahead and play this for you guys right now. Yeah, yeah, so that that was a whole thing. Uh, and you know, I was freaking out because that ending of that trailer, right? Because you don't know, like, oh my god, is she is she gonna turn to Kylo Ren's side? Is she finally bringing him to hers? Because we don't like because there's that part where why aren't you recording? I am recording right no, now. You're not. Yeah, very <laughs> good. Because uh, there's that part where uh <laughs> where he's about to kill Leia like at least i assume that's what's going on in in the scene i does assume he that's second guess himself yeah uh does he not kill her does he kill her like i mean because we know she's not going to be in episode 9 they already released that that Leia will not be a part oh, of episode okay, 9 okay they were originally trying <laughs> to put her in episode 9 but she died and they you know they only had so much to work hey, with. Man, but... They hologram no. Tupac on stage. <laughs> yeah. Now, now here, here's something that I, I've seen people bring up. And every single Star Wars poster, movie cover, everything. The oh, villain yeah, is this. always the big face, like the big thing in the background. Mm-hmm. It's always the villain. And this one, it's Luke. Yeah, but Luke they're saying the whole is in red in the background. Yeah. Like, every villain from yeah. every movie has been so far up to this point. But they're saying the whole shape of all the characters on the cover of the poster is what makes up Darth Vader's face. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, and, but then you look at the first tr- uh, first poster that they put out. But it's the, literally like, the there. really cool painting version one. Yeah. With Luke, uh, and it's Luke and Kylo Ren half-faced in the background. Yeah. So, yeah. So that yeah, I mean that could track, yeah. Antagonist kind of. Who knows? Yeah, Luke. maybe maybe Luke's the bad guy here, and he he's kind of shitty throughout this entire trailer. He is. You know, uh, I don't know who I mean, he's talking to when he says this isn't going to go the way you think, but he seems really fucking mad. Uh, oh, he's like whole, you must embrace your destiny. When he uh, no, that was uh, that was Snoke saying that. Was that? Yeah. Why did they sound the same? I don't know. That wasn't, it, but that was is Snoke. Luke Snoke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, <laughs> no, come on now. Uh, but Grand Theory Oh my god! Then, then there's a part where she's meditating and she breaks the ground. And he, he gets fucking scared, and I'm like, oh, that's gonna be such an awesome scene. And then then you got uh, the ATM sixes, and that's gonna be such an awesome scene. It was <laughs> cool just even hearing uh, this is the first time you hear his lines. No, you heard him speak in the last trailer, too. Oh, okay. You heard him, but, like, this is the first time we really see Luke interacting with things in a trailer. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've seen the last Star Wars so many times, and all I've really got, other than, I think, the one time I watched the last trailer, is just them staring at each other at the end of the last movie. Yeah, and no um, lines. In the last trailer, I think the only thing that Luke says is it's at the beginning of the trailer, is like, um... He's, ah, no, no, Feel Don't Think is Qui-Gon Jinn. <laughs> uh, he's like, uh, breathe, just breathe. What yeah. do you see? And she says, light, darkness. And then he says, it's so much bigger. Oh. And I think that's all all we hear from him in that trailer. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, I don't, yeah, I, I mean, it was really cool to actually see him, like, doing stuff and interacting with Ray. 
But, oh man, it was. <laughs> what way to, um, way to, way to disrupt the podcast so you can Snapchat. <laughs> Fucking asshole. It's to Bob. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. We're supposed to be an energy to this part. <laughs> and you guys are fucking social media like sorry yeah like oh, somebody's got to be on point the end of this trailer has me completely fucking thrown off right now yeah I like I mean okay you have your things like uh, you know you see Poe doing his thing I think they show him in this trip just being the pilot I think that's the only time I see him yeah, Poe's fun pilot. He's, he's a pilot. Like there, there's guy. the one scene where he's like looking out the side of a ship or something. Yeah. But that's that's about it. I mean, okay, we know <laughs> Poe's not in a coma anymore. Yeah, not Poe. Finn. Uh, Finn's yeah, not in a we're, coma we're getting anymore. an idea of uh, where Finn's story is going because we get to see him like he's got that fucking stun baton, which was so cool right? in Force Awakens. Oh, and he's taking on Phasma, which holy shit, that's gonna be cool too. I and can't wait for that. He seems and, you know, very novice to me though, Finn. Oh, oh god, yeah. He's hella novice, and then uh, Captain Phasma. Maybe the end well, of Finn. I mean, okay. See, now this is this is something I I think this got brought up on the podcast like uh, a while back during around the time of the Force Awakens and stuff. We brought that up before too, but you got yeah. you really got to think about about Finn uh, like uh, as he is. He is a trained stormtrooper. He's a great shot. Yeah. Like when you see him in those scenes where he's shooting he's shooting stormtroopers, he's you know he, he's tactful. Uh, he's a when good he takes, stormtrooper. Yeah, when he takes on that one, uh, yeah. the one guy, he's using a lightsaber. When he's, he takes on uh, the guy with the stun baton, he's using a lightsaber. This is a weapon he's not trained with. Like, there's no reason why they would train him with his weapon because this weapon is gone. Yeah, and nobody has a fucking lightsaber anymore. So he's not trained with that weapon. They don't use swords, so why would he know how to properly do that? So of course the other guy gets the upper hand on him. But now we've got him taking on another stormtrooper with a stun baton, a weapon he's used to. I like in this trailer. I didn't get the whole novice thing. I see where you're coming from, but only based off of the stuff of the Force Awakens. I mean, he he gets his ass. Maybe it's kicked. just him being getting scared so easily most of the time. It seems like he's yeah. like very nervous. Yeah. Well, well, when you're a stormtrooper and you decide to like, oh. Fuck these guys that I've been with since I was born. Yeah. Because uh, he knows this whole thing and he wants out. He's the first stormtrooper to want out. You know, so. Plus, when he gets his ass handed to him by Kylo Ren, again, he's up against a highly trained friggin' Knight of Ren who knows how to use a lightsaber. And here he is, again, using a lightsaber, a weapon he knows shit about. <laughs> so. Of course, he's going to get fucked up. You know, I'm surprised he didn't die. <laughs> but, right. But those circumstances are why he comes off that way. I feel like in this movie, we're going to get a much more uh, well-rounded Finn. We're, yeah. we're seeing his story uh, play out. But we're going to get... If oh. he doesn't kill Phasma, then I can see more story for him to play out. But if he does kill Phasma in this, I kind of feel like Finn's part is done. Like... That's that's the logical conclusion can, to his training, you know. Honestly, I could see Phasma. I could I could see him showing mercy. 
I could see him showing mercy yeah, maybe. to yeah. Phasma and that coming back to bite him in the ass. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I feel that. Either way, it's going to be a cool scene oh because obviously it's taking place on uh, a Star Destroyer or something like that because you see where they're at. It's yeah. one of those hangars and he's in his first order gear that him and uh, that new character, I I can't. I don't know what her name is yet, but uh, they showed her in the first trail. I don't believe we saw her in this one. But they get into that elevator, or no, it was during the behind the scenes trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they get into that elevator, and it's him and this girl, uh, other girl from the resistance, and uh, so it's obviously taking place in that time frame and shit. So it's gonna be a really fucking cool scene. I'm right? excited to see Finn take on Phasma. Porgs, porgs. Fucking horns <laughs> on the Millennium Falcon. Woo! Yeah! Like, okay, so... Like, there's so much shit going around this point. Like, all... Okay, all it is in the trailer is <laughs> Chewbacca saying something. <laughs> and the horn is like... <laughs> and we're all and like... My man! My man! My man! man. <laughs> the porn. I'm, guys, the porn is a total bro in this movie. He gets <laughs> down with the, the porg, rest of them. The porgs we've gotten in the comic book. <laughs> like, <laughs> typical porg. <laughs> typical porg. Nah, uh, it's it's a fucking adorable. But they keep saying like some. I think someone at Comic Con during a panel said something about them. Like the porgs aren't what you think. Yeah. Like, so yeah, that's what I've heard. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know what that means. Like, are they bad guys? Like, are has that board taken over not... the Millennium Falcon? <laughs> like, I don't know if they oh have something against it. Be, I would be so okay with that. That board just bested Chewbacca and forced him to pilot the Millennium Falcon for his own fucking means. I don't know if it was what? William Shatner posting a, a picture or not, but I, I think it was William Shatner, I guess, had posted a joke a picture about the uh, poster of the movie, yeah. and all their faces are replaced with porgs. <laughs> and... Well, now, okay, look, look at look at what we know about Ewoks now. Like when you first saw it, Ewok, well, okay, not us because we weren't born yet, but <laughs> I'm sure people saw in the trailers for uh, Jedi was like, oh man, those adorable little teddy bears. Look at those guys. Well, they're going to be awesome. And then they're violent murder machines, you know? So, yeah, yeah, they could be. So, they could. Oh so my who God. knows about these porgs? Porgs Por- just fucking eat people. They oh unhinge their jaws and eat people. That's the actual, actually, that clip is from the end of the movie where the porg <laughs> ate Ray. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. No, no, nobody. Is now threatening Chewbacca, who's terrified, <laughs> <laughs> and they have psychic powers. Oh uh, yeah. So porgs. The, the whole next movie is going to be about the porgs. No, porg no. awakening. See, the We're resistance doesn't win. Movie. The resistance yeah. doesn't win. The first order doesn't win. The, the porgs win. win. This summer, the last porg. You know why it's called <laughs> the last Jedi? Because. Uh, Luke refuses to get on the Millennium Falcon, and he's the last Jedi because the porn just ain't Rey. <laughs> so, so shit. Alright. When he's talking about that raw strength, he's talking about the porn. Porn. Well, he's not talking about the one other. The way he says, I've seen this before, he's not talking about. Kylo Ren, he's talking about the That's porgs. That's when you get the jump scare from the porgs and they eat Luke Skywalker. He's been trapped on that island. He I hasn't Luke, been in isolation. He was a slave to the porgs. 
I don't know about you guys, but I would fucking watch that movie. Yeah. So I want a poor, a poor side movie, a Star Wars, poor, a Star we Wars need... story, just about like evil porgs. William Shatner would have to get credit for the. Uh... It, it was, <laughs> William Shatner plays all the porgs. <laughs> like a porg horror movie. The you know what though? Yeah. You know what just occurred to me, and this is like so far from the trailers. We're like we're I don't know where we're at now. But, uh, I would love to see William Shatner cast in the Star Wars movie. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be amazing? Because George Takei right now is trying to like bridge the gap between Star Trek and Star Wars fans. Oh yeah, it shouldn't be a war. It's all science fiction. Some people like one better. Some people like the other. I'm definitely a fan of both. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I like both of them. I don't give a fuck. But yeah, so I would love to see Shatner. Like, because that would do it. I feel like that... The voice of a or, or Patrick Stewart being in Star Wars. Like, what, hey. uh, one of those two guys getting cast in Star Wars what would if, be the thing that bridged the gap. I don't know if uh, this, this will probably get shut down in general, but uh, what if uh, what if that is a nod towards Star Wars? Well, It definitely was what? William Shatner that put that poster. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, like... <laughs> Yeah, if that would be great. I mean, it's, it's not unheard of of cast members from Star Trek to talk about Star Wars and make jokes about Star yeah. Wars or something like that. That's yeah. I mean, that's just a thing. People don't really give a shit. But, but I uh, mean, a lot of t- t- a lot of times, but if people they were put on their Twitter yeah. or their Instagram, they'll show like stuff like the Green yeah. Lantern. But if like Mark Hamill showed up like, on Star Trek Discovery and then William Shatner was in the next Star Trek movie, like people would be like. Well, okay, maybe we can all come together. Yeah. I mean, we just solved the Star Trek Wars crisis. <laughs> Star Trek Wars. Star Trek slash Wars. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah. So Star Trek Wars. This movie. Okay, like not uh, unlike Justice League. I know I'm gonna fucking love this movie. I love Star Wars, and I'm man. I've seen this trailer eight times, like at least, maybe more. Still got goosebumps watching watching it just before we we recorded. Oh yeah. yeah, still got goosebumps. I'm fucking so excited, and it's right around the corner. He's got this uh, trailer on tap right now. Just watching it, whatever he needs, a good <laughs> right. good bump of it. Yeah, I, and I mean like the new <laughs> ATM sixes. Those look so fucking cool. They're like yeah, gorilla yeah. versions of the AT-ATs, which are in that scene. AT-ATs with yeah. fists. Yeah, and they, <laughs> oh they have these little like jagged things on the forearm yeah. of the front side, so obviously they can't be tripped. So we're not gonna see that again. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they, they these they look we're like little bags that could like close <laughs> and possibly cut the cables or whatever. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Mason, holy my shit, tries. We'll it see. looks so cool. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about from that trailer? <sighs> Porks! Porks! Get ready for the last pork, guys. Porks! They'll pull a Revenge of the Jedi. Revenge of the Pork? Yeah. No, it was, uh, or what? No, it was Revenge of the Sith. Uh, or something like that. The, um, uh, Return of the Jedi was called, no, it was called Revenge of the Jedi. Yeah, it was originally called Revenge of the Jedi on the trailers, on posters and stuff. And somewhere along the way during the advertising, they renamed it Revenge uh, of the Return Sith? of the Jedi. Oh, Return of yeah. the Jedi. Yeah. So, so that's what'll happen here. We've got The Last Jedi, and then, like, last minute. Next month, they're going to change it to, like, 
you'll the see, last pour. Yeah, you'll see it at the theater <laughs> on the wall and the poster and everything says the last pour. Yeah, they'll just real quietly change it. Everything you've heard has now been changed. <laughs> Porgs aren't what you think, Red. All right, guys. So I think this is uh, the time we've got to wrap it up because we're, we're about to do uh, Commoner's Commentary. Uh, which I haven't decided if I'm going to release the day after this or that weekend or whatever. But uh, yeah, new commoners commentary is yeah. coming at you for Army of Darkness because it's it's October. Halloween. It's Halloween coming up. Coming yeah. up. Yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> yeah, if you if you keep up with uh, the hashtag rivalry, you may see some uh, behind the scenes footage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 in keeping with the whole Halloween thing, the first first Halloween thing we put out was our uh, first series shit of the month. And that was called Sexually Transmitted Curses. Yeah. Guys, you're gonna love this. The first, like, every time I've heard, like, the first ten minutes of this, which is actually, like, three or four times, uh, I've lost it. Uh, I, I think it's hilarious. So, <laughs> fucking Derek. <laughs> fucking Derek. So go check out that. Uh, again, guys, like, comment, you know, follow us, Except whatever. Derek. What do you think about the ports? What are your port theories? Let us know in the comics, comments down below. And uh, let's know if you got any porgography. Porgography. <laughs> <laughs> porgography. Put it and down it. in the comments. <laughs> yeah, that'll. Uh, I, don't have a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had a joke for a minute. Uh, uh, okay, guys, my name is Vincent Herman, Vin the Human. James Odell. Alpha Spectre. Travis Herman. Dr. T. Neil. And I think it's time <laughs> to play that porktastic outro music. fucking done Trav. <laughs> you, when you get a new cat you're gonna you know need to be prepared for people to just want to pet it <laughs> when i when i got that cat i expected everyone to just never even acknowledge it never talk about never. that <laughs> when i stole this neighbor kid's cat this is practically what i <laughs> try to keep it on the down low but everybody wants and then it just keeps running running and running running and running running and running running and I don't know that <laughs> song well enough. <laughs> I don't either. Uh, We're pretty good. <laughs>